1: Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCullough.
0: And continuing our conversation, joining us from his home in Bermuda is Pete Saunders. He's the co-founder of the Center for Inclusion and Masculinities, a co-creator of the Braveheart Men's Retreats, forgive me for my voice, And uh, founder of a fatherhood organization in Bermuda. He's also uh, completing his Ph.D. studies at Fielding Graduate University, holding already a Master's in Science and Human Services and a Master's in Arts in Human Development. He is a coach, he is a leader, and uh, most recently, a pilgrim. Now, Pete, (laughs) I I know that you went on a pilgrimage. i got to tell you, I know nothing about pilgrimages. I know a few people who have done them. I don't understand it. It seems like... Um a horrible idea. Will you tell me why you did this and what you got from it?
2: Well, I, I have to admit that even days before we went on this pilgrimage, I was in the same boat. I had no idea what it was or even <laughs> uh, why I would even want to be in my right mind go on a pilgrimage. But I can say um that I I was instructed to go on the pilgrimage and um you know that that instruction uh, um, it, it was clear to me. It was clear how it came about, and I was told to to go on a long walk and just be still, just be quiet within myself, and to listen, and to to let go, just to let go of um, whatever I'd been holding on to at the time, let go of my my preconceived ideas of who God is and what His purpose is for my life, and um, all of these things. So I, I had heard about the, this, the Camino, um, through a professor of mine, um, a year before, a year, a year ago. And I thought, well, okay, this seems like a long enough, um, place to walk, <laughs> um, long enough distance. It's actually 500 miles. Wow. And so, um, my wife, I talked with her and she was like, I want to come with you. And we decided to do it together.
0: I have so, so many questions so, about this. So the first is, so when you say it came to you, I assume you mean some sort of spiritual connection. You don't think your wife was whispering I, I, to you in, I, I, in your bed?
2: Yeah, that's, that's correct. I would say so. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I not want people to, um, uh, you know, think too too negatively of your show. I don't know why I would think that they would, Christopher. But yeah, there was a clear. Sort of inner inner voice, inner speaking that said you you need to go on a pilgrimage. You need to go on a long walk. In fact, and I I, I didn't identify it as a pilgrimage. Um, I still see it as a long walk, a long quiet walk to be with my thoughts and myself, true self. And so I said, okay, let's let's do this. Great.
0: So, what lessons did you learn? What'd you get?
2: Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think one of the most important ones, one of the first lessons I learned, my wife and I had one argument on the comida. Wow. And Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it, was a, it was an argument about directions of all things. Um, according to, to her relaying of the story, would be that I, I often compliment her for her navigation skills. And then this particular day, we were exploring this new city, and I took it up on myself to take the map from her and led the way as though I was the navigator. And she would have none of that. And, (laughs) you know, she was mad at me, and I was wondering, why was she mad at me? And the point is, we didn't communicate. What was going on with me was that, you know, my little boy wanted to impress my, my queen, my wife. And I thought, well, she already knows how to navigate, so maybe this is an opportunity for me to build that skill. But I didn't say any of that to her. It would have gone completely different if I had just talked with her and said, hey, sweetie, do you mind if we work together and I practice finding our way? Um, So that was the first thing, you know, important um, partnership is and communication and partnership and just being being clear with each other. Um, The second lesson, you know, Christopher, I. I had a a, a historical, uh, long-standing fear and disgust and whatever you can think of for dog poop. Yes. And on this Camino, I saw so much poop and cow dung and everything that somehow I got over my fear. I mean, we're not like the sort of best of... House, but I've gotten <laughs> over my fear of seeing dog poop, and it no longer scares me. I don't feel like I need to fly if I see it on the, floor, on, the on the ground anymore. Um, you know, so I think I think the lesson there for me is just just be with the fear, confront it, the discomfort, the fear, and 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 somehow somehow I'll pass it. Somehow I think we'll pass it Beautiful. if we face it. Beautiful. You know, so I would say those are the two, and I think people. We've met so many amazing pilgrims on, on this walk, beautiful people from all over the world, from, from Scotland, Germany, Korea, Canada, the U.S., um, and, of course, Spain and, and Portugal. They're all so beautiful, and they've all provided something meaningful to us. And we can only hope that we did the same for them. You know, But it really reminded me that... Um, we can create relationship at any point because we sometimes we've only met these people just for the day. My wife and I have this thing going where we call it the, um, uh, the this uh, like a communal friendship um, theory that we develop. So if we pass one pilgrim, um, you know, they're just another pilgrim, and if we pass them twice throughout the journey, then they're they're an acquaintance, and if we pass each other at least three times, then we're now pilgrim friends. And if we pass each other four times, we're now pilgrim family. You know, so because as you pass each other and we're going through different things, we get into conversation. Where are you from? You know, mm-hmm. what are your kids like? And these things. So we've developed some rich relationships as a result uh, of um, of taking this journey.
0: Well, our time is flying by. We've got a few minutes left. I want to, first of all, I wanna know, do I make the cut for Pilgrim family at this point or not yet?
2: <laughs> being, being with you for at least two years, I would say that was a that was a that was more much longer than a five hundred mile walk. So <laughs> I would say and we've passed each other quite a bit. So I would say um, much more than even Pilgrim Family. Thank you. Know, you it goes, I think it goes deeper than that, Christopher. <laughs> Thank you,
0: brother. Uh, with about two minutes left, I want to give you an opportunity for two things. The first is connect for me some of the lessons from the pilgrimage and the work that you are so committed to for men, especially through your uh, organization, Center for Inclusion and Masculinity. And then finally, uh, wow. a chance for a parting thought or a parting shot to leave our twenty or 25,000 listeners with today.
2: Wow. Wow, thanks for this opportunity, Christopher. You know, um, walking the Camino, although I was walking with my wife and the hundreds, maybe thousands of other pilgrims, um, it, was, it was a moment to be with me, be with my, myself, my true self. And I, I learned with my wife, I deepened my relationship with her, and I deepened my relationship with others and at the the brave retreat coming up you know the context the framework of this experience is that the men will will expand their awareness their self awareness their awareness of others their awareness of system and their awareness of of the cosmic of the divine um you know and from my experience it it, it really gives us a a deeper higher um uh, thought and way of being in the world, mm-hmm. um, and you know what I what I would say as a as a closing thought is that we're we're each on our path to being, um, our path to 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 true self, or path to God, whatever we call it, or path to nature, and we can we can be with each other on that path without judgment, and we can be with each other in love, we can be with each other in support, and I think that means absolutely everything. Um, I think that's the most important things, uh, thing is for us to recognize that we are each on this path and that we can be with each other on this path.
0: Beautiful. What a great way to leave us. Again, the website is wearebravehearts.com if you want to go to a private island in Bermuda for four days with this lovely man. And uh, if not, check out the Center for Inclusion and Masculinity, LLC, and the other fine work that Pete's doing that's another edition of the coaching show behind us. I thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the coaches training program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches Training Program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coach's Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol, and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past.